me telling you that this is the Enemy Slime Podcast. This is episode number 161. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Doug Wilson. Hey, hey, and in loving memoriam to Michael, uh, women are stupid. Oh, yes. Michael uh, is not with us tonight. Uh, Not because he died, uh, but because he got on a plane and it made him really tired. Oh, Oh, oh the little guy. He just had to go to bed. He just couldn't stay <laughs> up. <laughs> he wanted to so bad, but he just... yeah, he came back from vacation. Yeah, and he's tired. Yeah, he came it's back like... from vacation. He's like, I'm way too tired from all this relaxing I've been doing. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. Anyway, Trevor Bowles is here. Hello, Emerald City. What's shaking? What's happening? Ooh, see, look, that's an intro. See, uh, we got Lucio Lorenzino. I can follow that up, you fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, you know what else I found out on the streets? I found a Jay Joseph Jr. Yo, yo, what up? Yep, he sounded just like that, too. So we're going to rehabilitate him. See if we can get him to say stuff other than that. Uh, we're working on it. It's a work in progress. Hey, guys, guess what? There's like uh, three days left until the Switch comes out. I want to start with that because... I don't. I don't think you guys care at all. It seems like Trevor might be like slightly interested in, mm-hmm. in it, uh, but I think I know that everybody else just like has written it off and decided, yeah, you know. Who, who, I haven't written it off. I just I've been hurt too much, man. Who gives it? Who gives, Well, yeah, and I understand that too. And you know what, Lucio, I'm really proud of you for standing up to your abusive boyfriend and not just going back to him again. Like I, I think that that takes courage, and sometimes I wish I had that strength. It's um, it's hard, man. He, he's saying a lot of uh, a lot of sweet he's making, things. Now. He's making a lot of promises. He's like <laughs> yeah, Lucio, he, he's like Lucio. I got Stardew Valley. It's got multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. Come come play it on me. Uh, yeah, look at I all mean, these indies that I got. You already have them on PC, but still. Yeah, that was their that was their thing today. Was they talked about all the indie stuff and and they're they're wheeling and dealing and getting all these like weird exclusive things where like you know like I said like Stardew Valley has multiplayer now but only on the Switch to start. And I can't even remember what some of the other ones were, but there's there's a lot of uh, stuff now that's like launching as a Switch exclusive, but just for like two months or something like that, or a game being re-released with some weird new feature that you didn't know yeah. you wanted or cared about. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little confused about something. What confuses uh, why you? Do, why do you keep calling it the Switch when its name is Breath of the Wild delivery device? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? <laughs> Um, although interestingly enough, I think most of the launch titles for it are sold out on Amazon. So it, some people well, are going to use it to play like Bomberman R, the hotly anticipated. But uh, hey, so that brings me to the re- the reason why I'm not like getting it now, and the reason why I think that the Nintendo pisses me off. I I know everybody's got their grievances with all these, you know, the weird gimmicky stuff that they do, the you know, the weird the terrible third party support all that good stuff but what i what pisses me off about nintendo is this i fe- i feel like and maybe they do do this but they artificially inflate the um uh the rarity scarcity the rarity yeah of their yeah. product oh, yeah, and it's like i want one it? of those I want to just buy one of those goddamn Nintendo NES <laughs> plug-in consoles, yeah, but I'm not going to pay $300 on Amazon for that piece of shit. Like, I want to well, just, I want to pay the regular it, price tag. And the same Trevor, thing with the in, Switch. In our, in our arts and crafts segment, I might have the answer for you. 
Cool. Yeah, and so when the Switch stops being this sold out thing on Amazon, I'll buy one. But I'm not I'm not going to play their game and try have to get on a list of pre-orders and search every Best Buy and Target in town to see if I can get one and wait on Thursday and go into the morning when they get their shipments. Like this is it, we are past the days when that shit is supposed to happen. We you should just be able to order it. Trevor, you yeah. Know, aside from the fact that this is probably the maddest that I've ever heard you. Uh, <laughs> I think that it's even worse because this is only hurting them, right? Yeah. Like when you have demand and you're not accounting for supply and you're undersupplying, you just lose your money. I think I, 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 think I don't care why they do it. I, I think agree. you're on the money with the, the NES Classic, and we had this discussion even way further back with with Amiibos, which are absolutely uh, just a manufactured rarity. There's no reason why they couldn't have made uh, enough Fire Emblem Amiibos to go around. Uh, and, and as was evidenced by the fact that later on they did, you know, later on they did yeah. make enough. Um, and and you know now we're just. Hey, I finally got a Lucina, by the way. Yeah, I know we're drowning in. No one cares. It's not rare anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but but the thing the thing about the Switch, um, is they are making quite a few of those compared to the NES Classic. I think they said they're shipping two million, and uh, some to some degree, you're looking at the same situation that we're just going to look at with any hardware launch. Like the PlayStation Four sold out on launch. I think the Xbox One did. I don't really remember having a lot of trouble finding an Xbox One, but the PS4 I don't think was anyone had trouble finding a little Xbox trickier. The, the Wii U had this as well, but like you could get a Wii U. By the end of the first month, the the original Wii had a lot more issues, but I don't think that this is going to be as bad as an NES Classic. I think if you want a Switch, you're probably going to be waiting like a few weeks at least to get one. Uh, you'll, you'll have to wait exactly two weeks because they, you can just get a pre-owned uh, Wii or a Switch <laughs> at GameStop because they're going to trade their Switch off after that if they beat Zelda. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's nothing else. There's no other reason to buy it. I mean, maybe and there won't be for another year. It's holy. It's holy possible. Hey, 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 hey. See, see, when you said you wanted to want to talk about Switch, I just have to comment on the Zelda thing. All I see are these like clips of, of Link and Zelda. First of all, Zelda looks super adorable. Um, she does look adorable. She has she has like the most emotion I've seen since I She's guess. She's underage, Jay. Knock it off. She Zelda's um, a guy. And he's I, got said a, a sword. I said adorable, not 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 hey. I wanted to smash your pussy since I was nine years old. Okay, well, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, from what people have reported on mechanics, you, Jared, I think you came back with like how you fire arrows and how you catch boomerangs and all that shit. Um, that sounds really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, it knows, sounds uh, it sounds oddly deep for a Nintendo game. They're talking about like you know it starts to rain and like rocks become too slick to climb or like you have a stamina meter and if you jump into a lake like you better hope you have enough stamina to reach the other side of the lake because otherwise you're drowning boy like so (laughs) there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff like that and it sounds like early on the game is is pretty punishing and if you don't take advantage of like the food systems and cooking and all the buffs and things that you can generate uh, if if you're not using that stuff, you're going to die uh, a lot from from the sound of it. So, so I think I think Doug completed the second half of my thought, um, where he said all of that actually made him angry because he wasn't going to buy a switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, <laughs> this game's getting a, a ton of hype, and I mean, to some degree, like it has to because it's a Zelda game. Um, so you have to take everything with like a, a, a you know a little uh, little bit of temperance, but. Having said that, like I've 
I'm yet to read something bad about it, which is pretty wild to me. Um, even the things that I'm not excited for, like equipment that breaks, because I fucking hate that shit. Um, <laughs> people seem to think that that's just fantastic in it, and and uh, you know couldn't be better. So I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm very suspicious of all that coverage. I'm, I'm an eternal skeptic. Like, what else can I be? But uh, I have seen some pretty cool like videos and stuff. I saw one of um, some guy who was like on top of a mountain and he he used his shield kind of like a snowboard when he was shooting enemies, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Stuff yeah. like that, like little details like that. That are I, I like games that do that. Well, like I saw this guy like going down the mountain or whatever, and he like flies off this cliff, and I'm like, oh no, he's gonna die! And he pulls out his parachute and like gently glides to the ground. And I, I don't know, it's just it looks it looks like a lot of fun. But I'm actually right now I'm more interested in the hardware coverage because outlets seem to me to be going out of their way to make this thing look like it's going to be a disaster. And I think... So give us an... Ex- I mean, they, oh, they do there's a couple. Possible, there's, there's give a, us an example anyway. There's oh, a couple. They are. Pretty I good mean, one. Yeah, we, I mean, you're totally right. And I completely agree with that. They they are. And they, I mean, they're, that's what they want to do because they all they want to do, I feel like a lot of these websites, what they want to do is it's this... It's kind of like a way to get people to read their columns or their, you know, articles is to get these fanboys to start arguing in the comment section about what they write <laughs> yeah. about. Okay. And they're just they're just trying to bash the Nintendo because then they'll get all the Nintendo fanboys on there saying how great it is. Even uh, we just like to play this way, and we don't care if how good the graphics are. That's if you want that, go play PC or PS4. You know, and then the PC people chime in. Oh, it's only the best on the Master Race, and then it's like it, it just it gets nuts in so the comments. I want you to. I mean, uh, he's not wrong. It's all you know. The, all the people go like, oh, look at this stupid asshole's role, and then you know. All the game market people put it on Twitter and yeah. <laughs> so I want clicks. you, I want you to imagine a retarded declarative statement, like not a, just just imagine like, uh, and this retarded declarative statement suddenly uh, takes some kind of physical form and it grows like legs and arms and a head and it becomes a person. That person would be named Ben Kuchera. Um, uh, of course. and of course. his his article that he ran today is uh, headlined Nintendo Switch's biggest launch issue colon it's not finished uh, and he says Nintendo would like you to believe that the Switch is launching later this week but no matter how convincing their initial sales pitch may sound the hardware that will be in stores on March 3rd oh could more accurately Please. be described as a beta test my head fucking, fucking hurts. hurts. All hardware goes through some growing pains <laughs> as early adoption. Why are you being so sure on me? It's crazy. So here's, it, here's, it, his, it, here's his, his two points. I won't read the whole thing. Here's His two points. One is there are some outlets that are reporting that the left Joy-Con on their console is losing sync with the device and they're having to repair it periodically. Uh, we don't have like a count of how many outlets have experienced the problem. It's not everybody. For most people, it's working fine. Um, but there does seem to be a, at least a set of pre-release systems that have gone out that have issues. So he's, he says that that is um, something where his big issue that he seems to have is that Nintendo hasn't even addressed it. They haven't announced whether or not there's oh a fix God. or can there's I just a say patch. What, or... Can I just say what a historical statement it is to make that a console, a 
physical piece of hardware that you get isn't finished. It's not finished. It's not finished. <laughs> well, Jay, you know, you know what his other he's one not is. Not wrong. You actually have to screw it up. Okay, what, what, what is he talking about? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the bo- the box and I'm gonna get like instructions. It's like okay, now put the processor on the yeah. motherboard. It's an IKEA piece of furniture, actually. So right, yeah, exactly. you do have to put it together. So uh, here's his other. His, here's his other. He has two reasons why he says this. One is the the Joy-Con is reported to lose connection. The other reason is because the system is not launching with the virtual console. And so that, that, that's not hardware. That's a system that is ah! a system that is so critical that you know how dare they launch a, I, a console without even though the PlayStation Four and Xbox One all launched without backwards compatibility oh of any kind. console at this point. So um, believe it or not, he's actually not the most egregious uh, example of this out there. Um, but he's lay it on me, Jared. I can take I it. Believe it. The worst one. By far, like easily, the worst one that I have seen is uh, CNET. Um, really? CNET wrote. Do they even count anymore? C- Who the fuck goes to CNET? I didn't even know they wrote articles. CNET wrote. <laughs> CNET not only did an article, they did a video. And uh, hang on here, I just want to make sure the ad doesn't play and interrupt our podcast. But their website. <laughs> nope, here we go. It's playing. Their website's so fucking <laughs> shitty, I can't stop the ad from playing. Uh, so here, uh, this. <laughs> This article is called I'm Not Loving the Nintendo Switch's Kickstand. Um, what? And here's the first line of the article. Here's, here we go. Uh, I love kickstands, period. Adore how they can prop up tablets and phones so I can watch oh, hands-free. By the way, that's not what a complete sentence. Fucking stop. Um, <laughs> and the Nintendo Switch kickstand Jesus. seemed like something particularly special. This is painful. A way to play like a <laughs> big screen handheld without having to hold that big 6.2 inch screen. You know what else is 6.2 inches? Jared. What? Most, most phones are nowadays. You reading these articles is giving me a fucking STD. So it's not the it's not the article though. It's the video. So basically, his complaint is that the Switch's kickstand is not like super. Uh, durable and during his usage of the device he has accidentally knocked the console over he claims a lot like he he says that he's that he's knocked the console over a ton and so he created this video that he calls a dramatic reenactment of all the things that can go wrong with the kickstand and it is literally like him slamming the fucking console down and like trying his best to like break it off and he does he snaps it off uh, in the video, and, and and the kickstand has like a release, so if you push it back too far, it just pops out, and you can just click it back in later. Um, but he goes out of his way to show like how easy it is to knock the system over, and he he literally like stands the system up, and then just like slaps it with his hand and knocks it over. He's <laughs> like, who's who's fucking doing that to their switch? Who's having like so much fun with the switch that they're just like slapping it and knocking it over all the time? Hi, uh, hi, switch. But it's to just play devil's advocate. Children would probably do similar things. I mean, true, but yeah. You know but who... when I was a when I was a kid, right? I I had the, the super intelligent idea to line up a bunch of my dinosaurs and throw my Nintendo uh, Entertainment System. I must have been what, like seven or eight or something, and target practice with my water gun on them. So sure, stupid little kids can destroy a system. They can destroy any console. I mean. <laughs> That's definitely true. And like it's meant to be a portal device. So you're going to drop it, something's going to happen to it, which we can move on to maybe giant bomb and what's going on with theirs. Well, let me second, let me say but... this. They still have that fucking in the Nintendo Museum that we have here. They still have that Game Boy that survived the Iraq War. True. True. You know? 
It's um, like, you know, their shit lasts. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know where my Game Boy is right now because, like, I traded it in somewhere. But I'd bet money that it works. Like, yeah, I'm somewhere sure out like there, somewhere out there, consoles right if now. we could fish it out of whatever landfill it's in, I'll bet we could stick some double A's in it and start it up and I'll bet it runs. I still have mine. Yeah. I still have mine from when I was three years old. Tight. I think still runs. I have Mario for it. It's pretty cool. I wish I still had mine, but whatever. Um, I'm not advanced. But anyway, if, if you guys get a chance uh, and you want to watch a hilarious video of them trying to use... Someone compared it to infomercials. You know how in infomercials, like, someone <laughs> yeah. someone tries to, like, open like a... I don't open this can. Yeah, they, like, open the jar, and then they open the jar too far and dump the entire thing on the floor, and then, like, they fall in whatever they dropped on the floor and roll around in it, and, like... It, it's basically th- like this basically video is no totally that. Food like that, and it's it is painful to watch this guy bend the kickstand. You're sitting there being like, "Oh, dude, this is a three hundred fucking dollar device. Why are you doing this?" And like, so you got it for free. I know, and, and who gives a shit? And I I appreciate. I give a shit. You know, I actually appreciate uh, people who like put it through the paces. Like, if you get your your uh, review console, I think it's great if you like drop it on the ground or something, um, because I want to know what happens when you drop it on the ground. Um, and, and like, how durable is it? How tough is it? It's meant to be a portal device. You're gonna drop it at some point. Like, it's just it's, it's the way of the world. Um, and so that actually takes me to Giant Bomb, who is uh, definitely the outlet that, that seems to be looking for problems the least. Actually, wait, I forgot. Polygon. Uh, Polygon wrote a huge article about how the Joy-Con, the Joy-Con controllers they they come with um, they come with wrist straps. And uh, the wrist straps basically click onto the controllers when you have them separate from the system. And they're actually like pieces of plastic that slide on. And they serve the function not only of attaching your wrist to the controller, but they also extend the buttons on the side of the controller that are normally covered up when it's attached. So basically, they, they help make L and R more accessible when you're playing with like two players and you're each holding one of the controllers like sideways, you know. Um, anyway, they have, they noticed that if you put the controller, uh, if you put the wrist straps on backwards, uh, the latch will still lock the wrist strap in place and it's very, very difficult to get it off because the release does not work like it's supposed to. Um, they said that they have not only put them on backwards, but they have also put them on upside down by accident and you have to go to great pains to remove them. Um, this is like a 2000 word article. Uh, <laughs> about how you can put these on backwards and upside down, and um, it's it's amazing. My, my question I mean, really is: How long before Kotaku does an article about how you can use those for BDSM? I haven't even looked at Kotaku, so who knows what they're doing already? <laughs> like, there's there's probably some kind of like how to use the wrist strap to choke yourself out while you masturbate. Yeah, like, I exactly. <laughs> I think the Kotaku is uh, is about how the red and blue switch paddle things uh, supports heteronormative gender roles. <laughs> I give the red one to a girl. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I think I think Giant Bomb has been. Uh, th- they don't seem out to actually find anything, but but someone uh, posted a clip of one of their videos and, and proclaimed this moment that happens in it to be the worst thing ever, where they dropped their console on accident. And uh, Jeff Gersman's playing with it. And he noticed that after he dropped it, when he clicks the Joy-Cons into place, it seems to him like he can remove them a lot easier than he used to. Like the sw- like the actual like locking mechanisms are kind of wearing out already after just a single drop. And um, he hasn't like 
he he never like holds the console like you would and has like the the tablet piece like fall out or anything but he does kind of like slap the controller and it looks like it just pops right off so um maybe something that might be a concern or a problem uh but uh, again they're they're not sensationalizing it like these other outlets there's no 2000 page article or 40 minute video about how like look at this horrible thing that happened but um Anyway, I just wanted to to talk about how like doom and gloom this whole thing is uh, because it basically. I mean, looks I thought like you were the... going to talk about. I thought you were going to talk about uh, John Cena's prison transport. Oh, and I mean, you know, John <laughs> John Cena is so strong. Like, how did he hold the switch? Because according to what I'm seeing, he should have just Very snapped gently. it in half. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like he. I mean, I, I imagine he's like kind of a, a of mice and men, uh, you know, kind of situation where he 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 just wants to play it. And what what are you guys talking about? They just filmed an empty cube. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. I don't, I don't even know what that meme is, but I know that it's apparently a meme. He's invisible, I guess. I've not really. Uh, I've never gotten his super thing, up to speed on it either. His, his whole thing is his, he, his catchline is like, "You can't see me," but we can. We definitely and, and can. I'm, I'm waving. I'm waving my hand guy. in front of my face as I say that. You can't see me. Yeah. Hey. I got a treat for you. Early impressions of my very own Nintendo Switch by Stephen Dutil. Uh, oh, God, no. I, I carry the thing around in a big wolf sock. A big what? The nerve to Does he it. hit prisoners with it or what? <laughs> Is this real, Jay? Uh-huh. I carry the thing around in a big wolf sock and finally have the nerve to play it on the beleaguered sea train this morning. <sighs> Therefore, someone would try to snatch it. Uh, no one's going to snatch that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he carrying he said, it around? I can sock. say that it is small, small enough to fit into a large wolf sock that now serves as a concert's <laughs> carrying case. What a fucking weird protector. guy! Like, okay, <laughs> his name is he, goes, uh, he basically goes on to compliment. He doesn't have much many bad things to say about it, other than that he carries it around in a wolf sock, and he thinks someone like me is going to rob him on the sea train. You know what? You know what I worry about with it? What like my only concern about the console is? I have two. Uh, and I won't know this until I actually have it. But one, you're not making it up. And he has a picture of the fucking sock. He has a picture of the sock. Well, we needed to see the sock. That's just a given. Um, but the one thing that worries me is well, the two things that worry me. One is I can't shake this feeling that when I drop it into the dock, it's gonna like scrape the screen because the the whole front of the dock covers the screen. And when I when I see pictures of it, I'm like. I don't want to like rub the plastic, the cheap, shitty plastic dock all over my tablet screen. So that comes to mind. Right. And then the other thing that I keep thinking about is it seems like a game like one, two switch. You actually don't want it docked. It seems like you want the switch actually like propped up on a table with the kickstand. But your issue there is that battery life is not great. But I, my understanding is the USB port is on the bottom of the console. So I don't think there's any way to use the kickstand while you're charging the console. Um, I could be wrong about that, but uh, it seems to me like that's not an option. How much does it matter? Probably not very much. How often will I take this thing out of the fucking dock? Probably never. It's probably just gonna live there forever. Um, we'll we'll see. I'm I don't know. There's there's still many questions. You're not gonna have a rooftop garden party. I Would don't think so. Butts? I was actually thinking the day that this comes out, I I might be like going out with some friends for the night, and I was thinking like, I wonder if they'd like to see it. And if I should bring it with me. And then I was like, no, 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 no. Should. Dear Enough God, no. Don't be that person. Enough sock. Yeah, well, if I had known that you could just put it in a sock, <laughs> then this would have changed everything. 
I think this Jordan is not... Jordan comes, Jordan comes into the party I think, with a song, uh, and he'll say, hey, guys, you want to see, so, see my song? I think, I think Steven's just doing a humble brag with how big his feet are. Oh, there you go. That's what you I know. Okay, you know what so they say, I, I, big feet. Big, I, I, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a news item that we forgot to set up on the list, but I would like to bring it up. Okay. Um, Shadows of Mordor 2. Oh, shit, oh. yeah, it leaked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely put that on the list. But can I say one more thing about uh, about the Switch? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, we're the, done. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the nice thing about that whole uh, undocking thing, like I totally get what you're saying. I, it's not like I plan on taking it to a garden party myself. Uh, but when I do get one, when I do buy one, um, you know, one of the biggest problems that I, you know, one of the reasons why I bought the Wii, why I thought it was, why I thought, and I still think that it's a good piece of hardware, is the ability to play Play it in your house without using the TV that you have. Oh, the on Wii U you in your living room. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. the Wii U. Uh, without having to play it in the living room, you know. I mean, I, you know, my wife doesn't want to watch me play video games all day, and so if I can have it, you know, in my hands and still sit down there on the couch and play it, or with the Switch, play it anywhere you want. But you know that it's. I think it's valuable for some people. Yeah, um, I think so, so I think too. I I really like that ability to take it off and um, you know, play play a good game on a on a smaller screen. You know, I even like uh, I even like the concept of buying multiple docks throughout the house. So, like, mm-hmm. if you got a TV in your bedroom, put a dock there. Did they say you could do that? Yeah, you can do that. Oh, um, wow. So, if you have two TVs, the thing is, the dock is like cheap as shit, but very expensive. Like, it's cheap hardware, mm-hmm. but it's super pricey. Um, yeah. So, but you can buy a second one, and then you can, you know, basically like just switch what tv you're using and go where you want the maybe the one thing to think about with the switch that you've never had to think about before though is if someone wants you to play with the switch with them like pull off the controllers and do two player um you know that's been in the bathroom like yeah the playstation 4 i've never taken my playstation 4 controller in the bathroom the nintendo switch you can be almost assured <laughs> that it's gone into the shitter when someone uh-huh. goes to hand you that controller for you to so germaphobes maybe just there's, be warned there's just a little pp on the screen just a little pp <laughs> on the screen <laughs> but, it isn't sticky yeah so just just food for thought what was i mean i feel like i don't feel like that ever stopped me from playing with anyone's game boy it's like thinking about, oh mate did this go into the bathroom with him yeah but I don't know. you're a kid and you don't <laughs> that, give a shit and like you, you that's how you get pink eye you know like honestly I mean, that makes me want to play with phone. someone else's more i never had pink eye well <laughs> yeah, see either, then man. hey come over and Maybe play with it's my like switch some weak utah thing <laughs> What were we going to talk about for news? I already forgot. We're going to talk about Shadow, Shadow of Mordor. Oh yeah. So where did it leak? Was it a Target ad? Or no? I don't think it was a leak. No, it was. Wait, they they released a video though. They they did. Oh, okay. They did after. Yeah, I think they actually pushed it up, and then a video came out. Oh okay okay. Um, yeah, and I I don't know. I I once again looks you know, dope. Doug said it yeah. best. It looks dope. <laughs> it does. Didn't you guys, didn't it win best game of the year on Enemy Slime one year? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it was actually it was the, old it was the only one we all agreed last, on. Yeah, it was actually one where we were all pretty happy about it. It's a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, we really, uh, we really enjoyed it. And and it had a mechanic, you know, the Nemesis system, which, mm-hmm. which we all predicted would be like all the rage and people would be ripping it off left and right. And because it's so, it seems like it's very simple to set up, but uh, in execution, just delivers like this amazing experience 
And then we were all super surprised when like no one tried to lift no it. No one gave it. Apparently, no one cared at all. <laughs> and uh, we're we're all playing it and thinking like, oh, this is going to be like the new thing. And nope, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Yeah. So I think I think that's what Doug said in the chat that if no one else is going to rip off the Nemesis system, they might as well do it again. <laughs> they might as well rip themselves off and do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone expanded, which sounds good to me. I, I I want them to expand it to like other creatures besides orcs or something. So like you know, and they have like those weird dog things that can bite you. Like what if you have like a nemesis dog and it just gets harder <laughs> and harder to beat? Well, so like I didn't, I don't follow the lore all that carefully. Um, and it sounds like they're just shitting all over what's canon. Yeah, anyway. I, my 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 friend cares about it. Called it a lore abortion. Yeah, I mean, but I, who well, cares? Your friend sucks. The first the first game was that anyway. <laughs> so like you should you. You're not coming back for the sequel if you're the type of person who's upset by that stuff. Like they, <laughs> they should have lost you quite a while ago. But I am, ask, I'm curious. Ask your friend like, if he uh, wants to fight a Balrog or not. Is 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 Calibrimbibor? Is he a bad guy now or something? Because you like get separated from him in the trailer. I think he gets probably taken away from you for some reason. That's probably your main is one that- of your main. I would assume it, 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 it's so they can reset your powers. I, I was just yeah, about to say, do you think that's it. all it is? It's just like a, now your powers are reset, or do you think it's like? Because I was thinking, like, what if he's your nemesis? You know, like, what if the ring like drives you or him mad, and you guys are like, you know, fighting over it or something? You have to go meet his brother, Celebrimbor. And what about <laughs> Celebrex? Celebrex, <laughs> Celebrexbor. Yeah, classic. Um, but yeah, that, that game, uh, I'm sure will be badass. Uh, and it sounded like it was this year, right? It's, it's this it fall. Is. Yeah, this fall. Shit, guys. Like 2017 is so uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Shipping up to be a good year. Like, God damn. Why couldn't we have had this last year? Is this just mm-hmm. Trump's America? Is he doing this? Is he making it's games? It's all him. He's making no, games. No, no, no. He's again. not doing it. Obama's he, doing it from a shadow he, government. Uh, <laughs> now that Obama's not busy being president, he's helping good games come out. I see. That's right. what he always wanted to do. <laughs> what if he. And what now if he, he has the clout to do it. What if he did just become like an EA exec? And he's like, hey, guys, how about we uh, stop with the season pass shit? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Oh, is, we never how thought of it. The, how about we yeah. make the games good? We never we'll considered it, that. He's going to call it. Blowing everybody's game. mind. Hey, guys, I'm playing this uh, this mass effect. There seems to be a lot of bullshit in here. <laughs> Why don't we take it out? <laughs> oh, you just reminded me of the, of the other piece of big news. Uh, Mass Effect has full nudity. Yeah, full frontal, oh, uh, full frontal nudity. Full so bro- you're going to see you're going to see penises and vaginas. I uh, hope we see penises. I don't think we'll see a penis. I don't think we'll think see so? lots of. I don't think. I hope we do. I sincerely hope we do. I'm all about gender equality when it comes to nudity. Listen, if, if, if they're going to show anything, it's going to be the penis. Watch Dogs Two exactly showed like the Watch penis. Dogs <laughs> well, good, yeah. and it was a good game. What other games? Watch Dogs, games Watch Dogs penis are good. What other games have a Watch, penis? Rust. Watch Dogs Two showed the penis, and then it had Custer's to Revenge. Remove the vagina. They had to patch out the vagina. Those are the two Conan. games. There's Rust and Custer's Revenge. Conan, uh, Conan, yeah, that's true. That's true. You can see, I think we're, I think we're entering into see, a new era. Conan's, Conan's actually the other, the great example of what I'm talking about because in Conan they have the penis, but they don't give you anything on the other side. So, <laughs> yeah, but like I remember when I remember when games started using the F word, uh, like like and it started becoming really common. Uh, 
And I remember like that slow, it was like a slow ramp up. And now all of a sudden it's just like any, if it's rated M, sure. Yeah, it's going to say the F word, no big deal. And I think penises are going to be the same way. I think it's going to start slow and then all of a sudden it's going to be like a snowball and you're playing like Last of Us 2 and there's Joel and he's just got it out. And like, why? I don't know. Why not? But I want, I want, I want, I want what, what we're talking about here, which is full equality. Because you don't have full quality on both sides. You got to get one or the other. No developer cares about rightly delivering both. Well, I mean, we, we can only hope. got close, but they had to go in and, and patch out the vaginas. I mean, the Venus moment still all in there. The moment that we're waiting for, of course, is where both are represented and they combine. Full penetration. Full penetration. <laughs> So really, it's just. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like a robot. Well, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, like the one goes in the other, and then you're a Zord, like a Megazord. (laughs) A Transzord. It's gonna be great. (laughs) Jesus. Let's uh, let's talk about our uh, our game du jour this week, um, because I think both Lucio and Trevor have been working real hard to play today's uh, big new release. Um, which is, of course, Horizon Zero Dawn, the PlayStation 4 exclusive from the developers of Killzone. So before we even talk about it, let me ask what? this. Yeah, did you know that? It's it's the, no. it's the it's the team behind Killzone. This is their first IP huh? that is not Killzone. And it sounds like, for all intents and purposes, they actually, like, they may have, like, found their groove, from what I they hear. They crushed it. Uh, because Killzone is not good. Killzone, bad bad games. Like, Killzone 2 is good, and then everything else is a horrible <laughs> mistake. That's what I say. Uh, but anyway, I don't know who, who wants to kick <clears throat> us off, but how are you guys finding uh, Horizon so far? Go ahead. So I'm like three hours in, so it's not. I, I think that was about that was the, me. That was the time estimate Trevor gave. So you guys are yeah. actually probably uh, pretty tied in the experience. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even. I just became an adult, so I don't. Oh shit! Really? Oh no! Is this like a sure. Kingdom Hearts yeah. thing where you like run no, around and do no. chores yeah. for two hours? When are we having your concierge? No, basically, you start off as a as a baby, and this guy is exp- telling you exposition. And then the tutorial is when you're six and he's teaching you how to survive. Um, and, you know, then you're an adult and you go around and I, I, I fucked around a lot. That's probably why I'm. I'm not, you, you should know, be finished what, by what, now. What, what did God, your dad Lucio. do the first time that that happened? Yeah. Who is your daddy and what does he do in the game? Well, well, he's not really your dad. He's, he's not your dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's our caretaker. And you have been outcast for reasons that nobody knows. Um, but oh, shit, but what did you do the first time that that happened? That you felt yeah. not so fresh down there? I don't know, man. Like That, that wasn't covered in the tutorial. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the developers. You go to the tampon field. You, you, look, tampon you have a dot, an at enemieslime.com address. Get on that shit. Email the developers and ask them why. I'd really prefer that you didn't use it for that. For <laughs> um, journalistic work. Right? I mean, I don't really, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, like, do we really have that much uh, to protect? And are they really not fielding even dumber questions from all the other outlets out there? So, uh, Probably considering that there's a whole, like, conspiracy theory in the internet that this is feminist propaganda. That Horizon is? Yep. Do you get that vibe so far? Is it like girl power for sure? No. In you're fact, just a girl. You're well, just a girl, and you have power, and that's all they need. 
<laughs> it's because the society that is now is like is ruled by a council of old bitches. Well, yeah, it's a it's a matriarchal society, and right, the so whole this is, the, this is Michael's nightmare game. The whole society. <laughs> It's like these tri- this tribe. You're you're like Lucio said. You're outcast, and you don't know why. It's something to do with your mom, is at least what I've gathered so far. Yep. And you've got this guy that's like a caretaker who is supposed to like just take care of you, but he's not supposed to love you. That's like what one of the ladies says verbatim. So I'm not yep. just making that up. And the uh, um and his whole like, and then physically <laughs> in all forms. And yeah. so he uh, <laughs> so you're, so, you're not supposed to even have a name. Yeah, exactly. Like you get, they get pissed off because he gives you a name. Um, and it's really funny when little, I, I wrote down some notes about it while I was playing. So like the names are really weird. Uh, some of the names, at least the main characters are, are like a little bit off on metal. So the guys, the, your, your yeah. fake daddy's name is Rost. Kind of well, like I know the ah, just toss a T owl. on there. So like, is there, is there like a Nickel? I <laughs> not that I've run into yet, but your name, your name is Alloy. Or alloy, and then yeah, um, alloy. Yeah, there's some other there's some other names that are are similar to that. But you know, one of the a couple of things I wrote down um, in the beginning, there's some funny action cutscenes that happen. Um, they're trying to be really creative with them, but they they do look a little weird and slow. Like the it's like they're trying to do slow motion, but it doesn't work out properly. It's not like uh, it just looks strange. You'll have to see it. I've heard some other people talk about how the cutscenes are a little weird. The gameplay's great, yeah. but the cutscenes are just a little off. Um, there's some, there's like some uncanny valley going on there. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. <clears throat> um, uh, I, I don't know about this whole feminist thing about it being like bad, but it definitely is a feminist. I wouldn't you know, say society. It's feminist because when you're well, it is a matriarchal society. But my point is this: when you are doing propaganda, right? You don't portray the society that you are trying to prop up as assholes who won't even talk to you uh-huh. because of something your mom did. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like oh, she, yeah, definitely. She probably yeah, had Becky's hair. So, so what, what, you, what you two are expressing here is that someone just made a video game with a story that just happens to be driven by females. And so yes. that's yeah. clearly a conspiracy against yes. right. men. It's, it's a kind of like story. the Mad Max thing where everybody decided that it was feminist propaganda before it even like came out. Well, no? that one, that it was feminist propaganda. Did you watch the movie, Lucio? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I the mean, man's getting beat up almost, by women. Almost tracks yeah. made me think Disgusting. about the place of women in the world. The game was uh, written by uh, a Mr. John Gonzalez. Doesn't he sound like a white knight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think that uh, since that point came up, I think it excites that prospect. Excites me. What it would excite me. Actually, there's no, uh, there's not a single woman in not, uh, not the producer, not the director, not the designer, uh, well, not the that's, programmer. That's, that's good. Not the artist. <laughs> that's there's good. not that's a, why they don't cover the period. There's not a see, woman in sight. <laughs> that's that's that that's pretty bad, actually. That. <laughs> so yeah, on the other hand. Well, all women said no feminist propaganda, but it might actually have other real world problems. It's actually, yeah, that's not good. They, I mean, it doesn't I think they need matter. to organize their hiring priorities for. Or it matters a little. 
say, I mean, you're gonna tell a story about all women and then you don't have like any female input. What the fuck is that? They had we in a world where I'm just looking at top billing though. There, there could be a whole uh, team of women, hidden female figures, if you will. Uh, you, you think so? I I think it's wholly possible. I think there might yeah. be a special... how, how much do you think? How, how much do you think that's? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I know there's at least there's at least all female voice actors for all these women that are in the game. Oh, women so. playing women. They oh, might oh. be. Listen, Trevor. They might be like the old Kabuki actors. That were all <laughs> yeah, men, they could be. They got women. some. They got some good voices. I looked them up on IMDb though. Uh, they're uh, okay. nobody that I know, but. Uh, the girl that plays the the main chick is pretty hot, so you can nice. take a look on IMDb. Yeah, it's pretty really cool. Empowering. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's hey, she's there's awesome. at least one woman who worked on it, and she's fucking hot. That's right. Look, that's they right. want to make a good. They want to make a good game. Oh, if they want to make a shit. bad game, they'd have women play. Wait, Ashley, it. Ashley Birch. <laughs> Ashley Birch is the main character. Mm, yep. Wow. Okay. I shouldn't have even brought it up. Let's just move on. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, like Ashley cool. Butch, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Now, now, but, hey. um, but a couple other things that I wrote. Ashley's um, a nice girl. In fact, Ashley, we want you on your podcast. <laughs> keep, keep it, yeah. keep, keep it coming, Trevor. <laughs> um, a couple of the other things that I wrote down. Uh, in the story, uh, a couple things. Um, it's it's an intriguing story. I mean, the the matriarchal society thing is cool. You don't know what's going on with your mom, what she did to make you outcast, and all that good stuff. Yep. There's also some like really interesting thing going on with they call them the metal users. It's kind of like I guess the people of like us, like our year, like 2017. Because I have a, yeah. I think that it's in the future, even though it, it looks it, like it's in the past. It's far in the future. I okay. Think. Okay, that's what I thought too. And so it's like you see these ruins of you know modern day, and and they're ca- they call them metal uh, or call us metal users. So it's interesting to see what happened. I think they're gonna try to at least tell a little bit more like, about like, that because uh, the the synopsis of the game says that you're trying to discover what caused like the apocalypse, basically. Oh, okay, your mom. Cool. I didn't read that. So yeah, maybe it was. Maybe so, it was maybe it was a mom. I, I, I presume that's not your mom, not only did your I mom do it, but Aloy is a robot. <laughs> that's I what I'm that's think, what my money says. Aloy is a robot. I don't think robot. it was your mom because it looks like things have been destroyed yeah, for, for a while. while. Yeah. Uh, you guys like don't know time travels in there yet. This is a video game. This is a movie. They'll do whatever crazy shit they want. Uh, I mean, sure, but your mom is you know. Kellyanne Conway. Oh, there you go. Oh. That's what it was. Your mom is Kelly Conway. Ah. She destroyed the world your, in the Your future. great-grandmother. She, puts yeah. her, she put her shoes actually... up on the wrong fucking couch and blew up Earth. <laughs> um, some other things that, uh, that I thought was really cool. There's um, You go through a couple of different like tutorial areas. The, the, being a child doesn't last for too long. It's actually fairly no, it's it, it, I think it ends pretty much when you should have. Yeah, it, it's... It, and it has good. a cool training montage, which I actually kind of liked. It does. It was pretty funny. It was. There was I kind of felt dorky about it, but I yeah, I was singing that song while I was watching <laughs> it. But it was. It was good. It was. It was cool. I mean, it even has this cutscene where she like does this flip, but then she like turns into a woman as she does it, and then she yeah. and she's shooting the arrow. <laughs> oh, like yeah, uh, cool. like 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 that scene in two thousand one where they throw the bone up into the sky and it turns into a spaceship. Yeah, that's I exactly the that. same thing. Oh, well. <laughs> 
Eh, not really like that, but it's close, I guess. It's the same concept. It's a girl yeah. who turns into a uh, woman, just like a bone into a spaceship. Just normal, <laughs> normal things. Normal everyday transitions are everywhere. Um, but yeah, the 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 um, the montage is kind of cool because usually what you would expect, the guy goes like, "I will train you." And then you would expect that, you know, the next thing would be like fade to black and now you're grown up. Right. Uh, but instead, you know, they show her like doing all the stuff and failing and failing and failing. And then she gets a little bit better and so on until she's good. It was, it was so good. like kind of yeah. like a montage. Actually, like, a montage. Need a montage. Yeah. Hey, Lucio, did you make it? Did you make it to the part where you fight the sawtooth yet? No, no, no. Okay, so that's the first part that I really thought actually was really fun in the game. Um, the, you, you get set out, you have to like prove yourself to the tribe kind of thing to get yourself in, back into the tribe so you're not an outcast. And you have to fight against a real, a real like robot monster, robot, robot thing. And it's, a, it's basically a saber-toothed tiger that you have to kill. And, the, and it, it's a really good mix of like setting up traps and and killing the the dinosaur by using arrows or your spear um and it the thing will fuck you up if you not care like if you if you just want to just go at it with a spear you're gonna die or if you want to just try to kill it with arrows you're gonna die you have to set traps you have to hit it in the right spots you have to use the stealth and also the just you and also full-on combat so it was really fun like it was a great fight it like you know, it was one of those things that made your heart pound. But actually, and stuff like that, that, that so actually I it was really good. Sounds like a competent boss fight. Yeah, it was good. Because um, you know, it, it tests all you've learned up to that point. That's impressive. Exactly, but the one thing that I would complain about, and this is the the problem that I've had so far with this game, is I feel like they don't teach you a lot of what you are supposed to do and can do. So. Before I went to this fight, they made me go and pick up this weapon called a trip caster. It's basically it's just this thing that sets up a um, a uh, like a trip rope that has uh, that has like an electrical current through it. Right, works good to shock the the you know the uh, monsters yeah, yeah. for a little while. Well, they didn't ever tell me how to shoot the weapon, and so I messed it up three times, and the monster just was mauling me. I died the first time, and. That's kind of why I haven't maybe caught up to you because I spend a lot of time just fucking around with the world and see what I can do. Yeah, um, and it's weird though. Did you? I mean, I don't know if have you put skills into your skill into like to buying skills? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, did they? Did they? Did you ever see when they told you to do that? No, I just kind of went into the menu. Yeah. See, I. I <laughs> but mean, the thing is, like, I guess because I'm used to playing games when for reviewing, I just kind of stop looking for all. Yeah, I don't know if it's just habit now, but it's true. I don't recall well, them telling and, and, hey, you, hey, know, it, up. it may wind up telling you like way later because the games do that, too, where they like kind of hold that yeah. and, they're like, and they're like, oh, by the way, you can level up and you go in there and you've got like five skill points that have been sitting there that you I, didn't even know about. Well, I've Actually, I've gone quite a ways that. and it hasn't done it. And I, but, I did find it, but they I've gone, you know, I've gone quite a ways to where they should have told me by this point and, and they haven't. Right, but just for perspective, in Tales of Berseria, I'm 20 hours in, and I'm still getting tutorials. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't want that either. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> some things that uh, that I know about the game, and I wonder if maybe this is something that... Have they explained, like, the different... So, there, there's a there's a type of weapon that you can get in the game that has, like, a, an attribute that they call tear, I think is what it's called. And Tear knocks components off of enemies, but doesn't actually cause them, like, physical damage. 
So mm-hmm. if you shoot them with an arrow that has the, the tear attribute, uh, wherever you hit them, that part will like fly off of the enemy. And so like if you hit them in their gun, they won't have a gun anymore. They can only melee you. Um, or if you hit them in like their sensors, they, they won't be able to detect you. And so they'll be looking around and can't find you. Um, I thought that was like kind of a really neat component. But I also wondered, like, is that ever properly explained or is that even something that you guys are dealing with yet? Or is that a ways away? Uh, well, personally, I've had to collect certain components and I, and the only thing that they told me is what monster to kill to get them off of. And it was just a random drop rate as far as I was concerned, but maybe I was doing something to do it. That, that's what I mean. That's one of my biggest complaints. I'm not, I'm not like the, I don't, I don't want it to be a, I don't want it to be one of those things where they're just like hand holding me, but have, have it to where you can they can teach you or you can say skip it you know like i don't need them to but a little pop-up on the screen to say hey this is what we have in this game and and uh you know push x if you want to just go and do it by yourself but like i would like to know i would like to know what those things what those things are i kind of had that vibe when i was playing the game which is just that like even for the demo that they had when, when i played it at pax like they pretty much just dropped you in with like everything and they, yeah. they show you they they do like a, a gameplay demo in front of you and he does all this cool stuff and then they're like all right let's go into the next room and now you guys play and like they put us in front of it and i remember actually they they wouldn't let us leave until we beat it and i fucked up and and uh <laughs> did they hold a gun at your head they're like no but like the demo just doesn't it didn't end until you finished like the certain objective but you have to you had to like uh farm these little guys and i accidentally killed them all uh and and wasn't able i had to like tame one and instead i killed them all <laughs> and it caused me uh it caused me some some uh deep seated like trauma uh when i when i think of that game now i don't want i don't want to I play mean it, it sounds like it when you describe it too <laughs> but um I mean, Anyway, and actually, just as a side note for you guys, because I was watching some uh, other footage of the game today, there is uh, a feature in it that I would argue is uh, pretty broken, where there's a skill you can unlock where you can whistle if you're hiding in tall grass. And when you whistle, it will attract one enemy to you. And it always just pulls one enemy. And it works from very far away. And uh, I guess you can just hide in the bush and whistle and call someone over. And when they get close to you, you can use like this, uh, this shadow. Yeah, you strike can use or whatever. Shadow, yeah it's and, a silent uh, kill. Yeah. And it'll be like a one hit kill on some pretty huge enemies, like pretty large enemies. It, it still works on and you can even upgrade it so it does more damage. Um, but I watched this guy uh, playing and he just kept calling enemies over from like this big group of them. And he just call them over one by one and shadow strike every single one of them. And uh, it felt a little busted. I mean, that's going to be patched. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. But I guess what I'm getting at is, you do that now. <laughs> like, get that. Why? Get that whistle asap, so that you can farm and get the dopest gear. <laughs> you know what? What is interesting? So much. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it either. I thought you liked I, that nerd shit, you losers. What's your deal? No, I don't like grinding. <laughs> Whatever. Um, the weird thing is, is uh, I don't know if they give you the ability to get all the weapons, but. They give you the ability to pretty much get, uh, I think there were six weapons that I could buy from the merchant that are, you know, it, what the game reminds me of is Tomb Raider. I, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. You go and you pick up the plants, you pick up the parts off the enemies, and then you make them into the thing, into weapons, or you have to upgrade your bags, or you have to upgrade your weapons. I mean, it's the, funny that you said that, because when, when, when you said, when you mentioned upgrading your weapons, I'm going to be like, man, at least I hope it's better than Tomb Raider's weapon upgrading. 
It's not. It's not. Um, Tomb Raiders is actually better. One of the one of the other things I wrote down was that the modification system, at least so far that I've seen, is pretty lackluster and um, pretty basic. And uh, it's like RNG too, because you just get these modifications, at least so far, just off of off of monsters that you kill, and then it's like okay, six percent damage. Thanks. I'll put that in my bow, and you just put it on there, and that's it. And some of some weapons have two modification slots. Some have one. And that's all that you can do. And then you can replace them with another modification if you get one. But I haven't noticed anything too crazy. I got one that's plus 14% fire damage. I put it on there, too. Yeah, it worked good against the Sawtooth. But, yeah, it was, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, uh, it's just not that in-depth. If it was 15%, that would have been good. Oh, yeah, that'd be epic. But yeah, I, I I'm having fun so far. It, um, I was I was sad to put the controller down and come jump on the podcast because it was pretty fun. I, the story the story is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoy the story. Whatever. I like the fact that one of the little details that I really liked is that your heart is actually like a MacGuffin that she picks up from one of the ruins when she's a kid. Um, I really like that that little detail. Wait, he's a um, never mind. He's a McMuffin. <laughs> And you kind of McMuffin egg, Ooh, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I don't understand how he's a MacGuffin. <laughs> and you learn a little bit more about that, Lucio. They they go oh, into yeah? more depth about. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it I don't want to spoil anything. You learn more. There's more to that little device uh, that nice. continues on in the story. And I don't even know too much about it, but I don't want to spoil any of it. I mean, is it going to be like the rabbit's foot in Mission Impossible? No, that's a MacGuffin. No, it's the briefcase <laughs> in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Or doesn't Mission Impossible even have that moment where he's like, you want me to tell you what the rabbit's foot is? And he's like, nah, <laughs> I'm there, good. I think there is a moment like that. I I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty like sure that's that how the movie that. ends. I'm pretty sure at the end of the movie he's like, yeah. you want to know what it is? And he's like, mm, I don't care. Yeah, I think that's what, how it ended. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, movies. I actually like that. I like, a, I like a, a movie that doesn't give a fuck. Well, hopefully that's how Horizon Zero Dawn ends with their MacGuffin. And then it'll be game of the year. Do you want to know how the world ended? And Aloy is just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I'm going to go I'm kill here. some uh, dinosaur things. <laughs> I was Dino here bots. for the killing. Ro- Robosaurs. Do they, what are they called? What are the mechs called? Me- mecha, mecha boys. Mechazillas. Mechazillas. Uh... The guy calls. He, they don't call him anything fancy. I, do you remember Lucia? Robo Roarers. Robo Roamers. It's just like it's just machines. like machines. They call them machines. machines. Yeah. Oh. What? That's crazy. That's like the craziest <laughs> name I've ever heard. <laughs> Your mind right how you, now. How do you spell that? Machines. <laughs> machines. M A. M A. You apostrophe S I Y N. So it's too early to say, but it sounds like you guys are actually. I didn't think the story would have anything to offer, but it actually sounds like you guys are a little invested in it. Would you Would you agree with that statement? I'm intri- I'm intrigued. I'm not going to say that it's good yet, but I'm saying that I definitely want to play more because okay. it, it seems good so far. Because I didn't I mean, expect this that way. at all. It, it is good so far, but if I learn something out of uh, doing this enemy slime thing, is that a game can fuck up at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I, that's, I that's why reviewer, we finish I, games I, I before become, we review them. Because I become a reviewer, I become super paranoid. With <laughs> like I'm not convinced it's a good game until those end credits roll. 
Well, that's a lot of to to go back to Zelda. That's where a lot of my skepticism there comes in. Is it sounds like yeah. the game is is pretty huge, and almost all the previews are a prevented by embargo from talking about the game past a certain point, and b most of the reviewers haven't even finished it when they did their previews. And so my only thought is like, man, there's probably like twenty hours for them to fuck up. Well, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like um, because it goes in both directions, right? I I feel like that. Ubisoft has burned me badly repeatedly. Like, I was in love with the division and even Watch Dogs 2 to a degree when they first started. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh man, fucks this shit. Um, and then just the opposite's true. It's like um, uh, Neo and Tales of Assyria, where I'm like, I'm not that impressed. I'm super cynical. I'm not that impressed. And they get better as you go along. So I don't know. It's yeah. always hard to tell with games. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's the Resident <laughs> Evil 7 where, you know, I, yeah, I, started, yeah, exactly. I started playing it and like two hours in, I'm like, well, I hope the whole game isn't this, and then it wasn't. It turned out it was. <laughs> it turned out it was like a totally different game. So that was great. It was good stuff. Um, I remember the game that I played recently that had kind of that, you know, it gets better later type feel, but I can't remember which one it was. Anyway, that's but, a good one. But yeah, was I mean, it Stardew Valley as you started to make tons of money? No. Nah. No, I liked Stardew Valley from the beginning. He liked it right at the beginning, from the moment that he planted his first Rutabaga to hey, the... Hey, can I say this? Lucio's like the most ruthless farmer I've ever met. <laughs> like, how so? Like, is he, is he like, uh, destroying the neighbor's crops and, like, salting the earth? Well, uh, no, because it's not the game, but I would if I could. Yeah, he would if he could. Damn, Lucio. I don't know, and I'm just... <laughs> Your ice I basically use economies of scale on my farm. I automated most of it. Right, you're a numbers man. You're not a people man. So, like, your wife's like, Lucio, spend more time with me. And you're like, I can't. I got beats. <laughs> the only reason he has a wife in that game... I don't uh, have a wife. Is... Oh, you don't? No, <laughs> he doesn't have time, doesn't have time for a wife. Lucio. Actually, Lucio. no, I have, uh, I have all... Like all of the bachelorettes, like maxed out, but they haven't married any of you. Have maybe you have your vegetables. Maybe I could change your mind because having a wife in that game is basically free labor. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, you're getting him interested. Just like I got all of them up, and and then you can give like uh, a bouquet to them to like to I guess cement your relationship. But I gave one to all of them, so like all of them are my girlfriend. All of them are your girlfriend now. So I'm basically like, like a, you could be a polygamist in the game, and it's intentional this time. I'm like Fallout Four. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, why would I get married when I have all these girlfriends that I don't have to have in my house? Well, why if if it has well, intentional polyamory in it, why haven't I read like five thousand articles about how great it is? Look, man, I, I, look, Jay, I'm trying to get a dinosaur. I don't have time for women. <laughs> yeah, but a woman can help you get the dinosaur faster. You take one day off to get married, and then she's. Wait, are we still, on your farm are we still talking about Stardew Valley with dinosaurs, or are we back to Horizon? Yes, there's dinosaurs. No, this is still Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Well, why wouldn't there be a dinosaur? I mean, why not? Exactly, yeah. why not? Delicious dinosaur milk. All right, do you guys have any final thoughts on Horizon before we move on to Lucio's Arts and Crafts Corner? Uh, no, like I said, it's, it's so far so good. I mean, he still has plenty of time to fuck everything up, but for now, it's good. Okay, there you I go. I have some final I thoughts agree. on Horizon. Yeah, what is your I thought, wish, Jay? I wish Amazon would fucking deliver it so I could play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amazon, what the fuck is going on in the East Coast? Oh, Amazon, you guys. 
Hey, and actually, speaking of Amazon, I just got news that my copy of One Two Switch just shipped. Ooh boy! <laughs> best best game. Lucky I'm you. So excited! I can't wait to pretend to shave with the the Switch remote. Um, by the way, also while we were discussing things, I noticed on Twitter Jeff Gerstmann got on Twitter and mentioned that their Switch did indeed break, and the remotes are not supposed to slide out of the rail as easily as they they were. So they dropped it and they broke it. Um, and there you go. Now we know. So, game over. Game over, man. Let's just uh, let's forget the whole thing. Why even buy one? If you can drop it and it breaks. Actually, I saw a great article the other day that said like uh, Nintendo Switch fail. And it said like running the device over with a car will break it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a huge man. fail on the Switch's part. It's a huge fail. It's an <laughs> enormous <laughs> fail. Like, who fucking knew that would happen? Unbelievable. Um, that was a pretty good. It, it was. It was. Uh, I'm pretty sure a joke article. God, I hope. I just read the headline and I was like, "Well, I'm glad someone's having fun with this." <laughs> Lucio, tell me what you. So you, you, Jay was trying to describe what happened here. It sounds to me like you Made got a pie. got a succulent fruit pie. <laughs> And so I, actually hate, I actually hate raspberries, so I wouldn't be as excited if he actually just made a pie. What about, what, have you ever had a razzleberry, where it's like four different kinds of berries in the pie? I never I never had a razzleberry pie before. Well, I just think that maybe you should try that and see what you think. Sure, I'll do that. Okay. We're going to get one. Well, I don't know. Um, do they have Mr. Marie? Mr. Danos have a deep dish one? Marie Callender's makes one, like a frozen one that you can put in your oven. Okay. So I guess do that. Let's do that. Okay. All well, right. It's happening. Razzleberry pie time. Um, but no, Lucio, you did something else with your razzleberry pie. What did you do? So there is um, basically an operating system for the raspberry pie called RetroPie. Um, Res- RetroPie? RetroPie. Oh, RetroPie. Okay. Yeah, and it has it. emulators for pretty much everything from like... The ColecoVision to the PS1. Mm-hmm. So I bought one for kind of like a, a project to my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought uh, the Raspberry Pi. I already had an SD card. Uh, I bought two Bluetooth controllers and, um, you know, just the necessary cables. And it ran me around 80 bucks mm-hmm. total. And Basically, I've been just filling the shit up with games. I have like the entire Atari library up on it. I have uh, all of the NES library, all of the Genesis. Um, I'm actually working now on getting the um, Game Boy Advanced. So I have the SNES too. So how does... um... So does that mean you have Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle? Uh, did you I probably do. Of course, of course he does. How could he it's not? Incredible. Um, How about Bugs Bunny Birthday Blowout? Probably too. I'll I'll check. Like I said, I just downloaded these compilations, and they have like five thousand games each. So. What about what about um um Bugs Bunny's Kooky Carrot? Clan? You're just you're just making up. Is that three K's Kooky Carrot Clan? <laughs> yes. Bugs. Oh, Bugs! You're always getting into trouble. Um, no, I'm actually curious, uh, and I don't know how much you've messed with the emulators, but, uh, so my, I've, uh, I've messed around a lot with like, not necessarily raspberry Pis, but, but like homebrew stuff and, and specifically, 
uh, I had a device. You guys remember the GP32? From, from How could I forget? Way back in the day. Well, I, I, I think Jay might because uh, it was... Uh, I remember Bleem. Okay, well, <laughs> the reason why I suggested that Jay might remember the GP32 is because after Don Miguel translated RPG Maker 2000, he became obsessed with the GP32 and almost oh, yeah. exclusively worked on it. And I wanted one forever because it was basically like a Korean handheld whose sole intention was to play emulators. That was all it was for. And yeah, uh, it, was, I remember this. it was a cool little device. And anyway, it had a bunch of follow-ups and a bunch of like uh, different ones. And it eventually evolved into a system. The one that I got was called the Canoe, C-A-A-N-O-O. Um, and these are all Linux-based systems uh, like, mm-hmm. like the Raspberry Pi. And the, the whole point that I'm getting at here is I've noticed, at least on the canoe, that a lot of emulators uh, leave quite a bit to be desired as far as like performance and things like that goes. So I'm wondering, um, the, the, the NES is cut and dry. It always runs like a dream. Doesn't matter what hardware you put it on, like NES emulators are fine. But things like uh, the Genesis in particular tend to be finicky. Uh, the Super Nintendo. The Genesis is working. The Genesis and the SNES work wonderfully. And then it my... even it even does um, emulator for things that use the FX chip. Oh, see that, that the, so the SNES like, uh, So like, uh, what was Star the? Um, I was thinking more of uh, the the like notorious game on the Super Nintendo that's hard to run on an emulator is uh, Super Mario World Two, the one where you're Yoshi. I haven't tried that one. I have tried uh, Mega Man X3, and it ran very well, um, which was another one that was really hard to emulate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, try Yoshi's Island and see. I'll try. I'll, I'll try Yoshi's Island. See how that goes. Um, and then the other thing I was mm-hmm. going to mention is the Game Boy Advance uh, gave me a lot of trouble as well. Uh, specifically, I always wanted to play that Kingdom Hearts that was on the Game Boy Advance. The one where so Game Boy really, Advance, uh, I haven't downloaded any ROMs for, so I haven't. Which one is it? I, just, just which one? Because that was was it. Chain of Memories, or was yeah, it, yeah, uh, Chain, three, of, Chain of Memories. Days? It was basically it okay. was basically the one where they put like all the fucking story that you needed to know to play yeah. t- to play two. To play two, yeah. They're like, you know, you know, what would be great is if we stuck it in a different game in a different platform, in a different console entirely that plays completely differently. It's a fucking card game now, by the way. Um, <laughs> And on, on, okay. on like a rival in like a rival. Right, right. On, on the rival on the rival system <laughs> at a at a time when like consoles were still like super divisive and like yeah, you know, this <laughs> this makes sense. Let's do this. So Man, those guys. I haven't tried anything for the Game Boy Bass. I haven't downloaded any ROMs for it, so I haven't tried it. I plan to eventually anyway. Um, so do you have like a do you have like a case for the? I'm actually mostly curious yes. about the hardware. So because every time I see a Raspberry Pi, it's basically just like a chip that's no, just I bought chilling a case. out. So you ha- did just you get like, something like twenty bucks? Did you get something separate, or did it like come with it? And you ordered that on the Raspberry Pi website? I ordered a Canonica kit that had like the case and also the um, the power supply. Oh, okay. So it has both of them. And then I had a, a 64 gigabyte FC card, which I had to um, format to FAT32 so it would be compatible with it. And then I had to do some coding to get it to read the entire fucking thing. But uh, that was probably the hardest part of the whole ordeal, getting it to recognize that the card was 64 gigabytes and not four. You said you said you had Bluetooth controllers. Did you buy like specific yep. ones for that device? Or I would assume yep. you can pair up like a DualShock probably to it, can't you? 
I could, but I don't want to give it to my kids. Yeah, that's fair. So this is just something that you're going to dump on them so that they can experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to use it too, but you know, when they're fighting about who gets to play and all that shit, then they can, they can. I don't know about other. I don't know about how you guys feel about this, but I feel like if I was a kid and someone just dropped like four thousand ROMs on me, I wouldn't ever like finish anything or play like i feel like oh no they've been, they've been playing game after game they've been playing shit that i didn't even know existed i feel like it's got to just be like 10 seconds and you're like ah yep next one mm, next one uh, they they've been playing shit that never existed in the first place like uh, one they, of the roms that i got was a rom well. hack that had um it was mega man but it was mario team mega man so you would choose a level and like it would be like bowser and it was the bowser level like and then it's if, like Peach, and you go and try to kill Peach. Think about this. Think about this feeling for a second. Do you guys remember ever beating a game not because you liked it, but just because you had nothing else to play? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Top Gear. That's pretty much fucking gone now. <laughs> like that's not a thing that happens anymore. <laughs> well, not for my kids anyway. Yeah, not well, definitely not for your kids. They never have to beat a game again. I imagine it still happens to poor kids who can only afford like one game every six months. Suck it, they poor come- kids. <laughs> they can probably play one game for the rest of their life a day, like one day a game, one game a day for the rest of their lives, and not reach the end. <laughs> yeah, you you could be right. Like it's a very real possibility. Yeah, I think so, I think you should put some kind of parental control on it, so they have to play like uh, Silver Surfer for the NES, and they can't play something else <laughs> until they beat it. You you finish Battletoads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Finish. By the way, what was that? You remember? You got you guys remember the um. Super Nintendo Wolverine. Uh, I don't know that I nope. do. I remember there was like the next game. Girl. If you didn't beat a, if you didn't beat like the level fast enough, there would be like this creepy little girl that would walk out of nowhere and then just blow you up. <laughs> oh, okay. Just that like scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. This is Wolverine, like the <laughs> X Men, right? Yeah, we're talking about X Men. We're talking about there's like some. The little girl was Jubilee, the most powerful X Men no, of all time. She's a vampire now. Doc, don't make fun of Jubilee. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not even kidding, Doc. I I believe you. Okay, Adamantium Rage. Yeah, we know Uh, about Adamantium. Come on, we're not fucking punks. I did say uh, you were punks. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, quickly kill another side would reduce your chances of death by explosive little girl. Okay, this isn't a game that they you can you can talk uh, over his research, Trevor. Don't feel like you need. To- <laughs> so yeah, the uh, so the I've had firsthand experience with that uh, with that thing you're talking about with the kids. My uh, nephews, we got him one of those. Uh, it was like it's like an Atari uh, mm-hmm. Atari thing with like a billion games on like it, right? Built, like built-ins, yeah. Yeah, the built-in ones, and uh, it's like the NES, but it's not sold out everywhere because it's not made by Nintendo. So the uh, the um, same thing happened with them. It was like I wanted to play a game against them, and then I beat them one time, and then be like, okay, let's switch to another game. And then it's and every single time, it's like you said, it's I mean a little more than ten seconds, but probably no more than five minutes per game. And it was just like switch, switch, switch. I'm like, you guys don't even give it a chance to. To be good at it, or to, to yeah, try like, to, to get to good at it, to even learn like to even learn like all the buttons, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. They 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 play around a joust, and you're like, right. you, you should probably know that you can fly. And they're like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, uh, next one, next game, next one. I lost. Yep. By the way, this Lucio. is this is entirely unrelated. Uh, joust is really good. <laughs> like, I love joust. I played it. That's in one of my favorite Atari games. Yeah. It's, it's such a good game. Like, it's yeah. Great. Yep. So speaking of arcade, one of the things that I haven't tried that I'm not sure 
how well it's going to run is uh, MAME ROMs. Mm, yep. Because that's be always been, like, even in PC, have there been troublesome. Yeah, um, they they require a little bit more beef uh, than, than normal, but you might be okay. That's what I'm really curious about is some of those more, because that, that's how I feel about these emulator devices is, I, you know, like I, I think it sounds fun to emulate like the, the SNES, but at the end of the day, like, I don't really need to, but um, stuff like me. You don't do it because you need to. You do it because the fucking NES classic costs sixty bucks, has well, thirty yeah, but ROMs, like, but like and I it's just, not available anywhere. I just, I just get off more on like, like systems or consoles that I never had access to, and they just happen to be the ones that are hardest to emulate. So like Neo Geo is fascinating to me, and I'd love to spend well, more time. Neo Geo is emulated by it, and I haven't tried it yet, but it is one of the things that I want to try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dreamcast this is supposed to be, to be emulated by this thing, but I don't know how the fuck it's going to work. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a big ask for a Raspberry Pi. That's N64 all I'm saying. Doesn't okay. run well. So um, I found who I was looking for. <laughs> the, uh, the the character's name is LCD. Often you... mistaken to be a little girl, LCD is in fact a cyborg bomb developed by Donald Pierce to detonate with she and Albert Flying Wolverine. And in Adamantium Rage, if you didn't finish the level fast enough, she would show up and then blow you up, and that would be it. Well, that makes sense, Jay. You should have said it in the first place. Jesus. Why didn't you say Adamantium Rage? Or LCD Bomb. Or LCD by Bomb. By David Cage. By David Cage. The newest <laughs> David Cage title. <laughs> what are we talking uh, about? Um, simulation. So, all in all, Lucio, how happy are you with your delicious I'm pretty uh, happy with it. I'm still, like, I'm still dropping shit on it, and, you know, with a 64 gigabyte card, I can do a lot. How much did it cost? It cost me uh, about 80 bucks total. Man, that's pretty good. That's with the controllers, yeah. too? Yeah, that was with the controllers. What, are, what kind of, are, are they just like shitty little like uh, Mad Cats bullshit? Or no, they are the 8-Bidos. The 8-Bidos controller. The They're Bluetooth controllers. Oh, okay, I see. Um... I think so. That's the, probably actually it was probably the most expensive part. Of it. Yeah, I was just I was just about to say those are those are a little bit more pricey. Uh, so whatever. But you know what? I have a fairly big living room, and the only reason why I got the Bluetooth ones was because I didn't want to fucking sit next to the TV. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. No, sure. no, I want to sit in the, lay in the couch, man. No question. I have enough extra shit lying around from all the consoles that I've collected over the years. I feel like I actually probably wouldn't need to buy anything. I mean, I have a dongle for my. Yeah, I mean, you say controller. that, but I like, I, I, I start to like fucking. <laughs> I mean, I've got uh, like, I've got like three controllers hooked up to my Steam Link. I don't use any of them, but like the, I've, I've got an old Nintendo one, and I've got a DualShock, well, and. Yeah, of, I never have enough controllers, so. A bunch of other shit. I have way too many. Um, in fact, uh, I just. I still have an N64 controller with a rumble pack. So that works. Well, that's the life. So. The rumble pack? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, you got to have the rumble pack. Oh, my God, guys, pretty soon I'm going to be messing around with HD rumble. How exciting is that? Oh <laughs> to feel God. the cubes of ice. Uh. I'm so stoked to feel the cubes of ice. You know, you make fun, but that's just because you don't have HD rumble in your life. And, that's right. Uh, I'm pretty sure that my life is going to be much, much richer. Look, Jared, when you have Michael and me over to play one two switch while we're drunk off our asses, maybe maybe I'll see the light. Hey, we can do it. We can do it this weekend. I want you to feel I, I can't. Yes, you can. Tell your wife. I, stand up to your I, wife for once. I have to work. Oh, whatever. I have other things to do. Stand, Any up, other stand things. up to your boss for stand once. Stand up to your boss. 
And just to explain to him, I think if you, I think if you explain to your boss how HD Rumble works, I think he'd have to let you come out and play. Of course, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "Hey, uh, you know that sounds pretty cool. I'd like to know how many ice cubes are in the controller. You can go and play, but you have to come back and tell me." Uh, Do a report. <laughs> you have to. Is the sweet, podcast over? Yeah, then we should pro- we should probably end the podcast. <laughs> Now's a good time. Uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening today. If you're not already, you should go check out our websites, enemyslime.com. You should follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We are at the Enemy Slime on both of those services. And uh, there'll be like reviews and stuff coming soon to the site. So, like, look at these and shit. Look, look at the site. It's going to be good. Like, yeah, there's actually games coming out. There's games. There's games coming out. And we like them. It's there's weird. Dead ass games. I don't know how to feel anymore. Dead ass reviews. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for joining us. And I think with that, we are out. Subway's chicken isn't real chicken. Oh, yeah. They tested it. They did a DNA. No, we can't end the podcast without discussing this. They did it. Oh, my God. They did, a, they did a DNA test on Subway's chicken, and they found it was only like 50% chicken. It was like other things, too. What like what other things? I don't know. I don't know if they did like an Ancestry.org kit Scorpion. or what. <laughs> they found it. It was like... They found out it was like part chicken, but it was also like part Scottish and like part Welsh. And uh, um, what else isn't real? It's like the turkey real. I don't know. The turkey is actually ham. The turkey is ham. <laughs> uh, basically, I mean, nothing is real at, at this point. Subway chicken. Here, do you want to know what it is? It's only fifty percent chicken. Uh, Subway has denied this report, um, saying that it's. I mean, why would they confirm it? Yeah, yeah like it's it's fifty five percent. Oh, you got us. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 85 to 90 percent chicken DNA, but Subway's oven roasted chicken registered at just 53.6 percent. Its strips scored even lower, containing just 42.8 percent chicken DNA. Oh man! But there's yeah, there's uh, oh soy fillers. Uh, I was gonna ask. It was like sawdust, but I guess yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Subway's results were such an outlier that the team decided to test them again, biopsying five new oven roasted chicken pieces and five <laughs> new orders of chicken strips. Following the study, the CBC contacted all five restaurants from which samples were obtained, and while Subway claimed to use only 100% white meat chicken in their chicken products, they did admit to using soy as a stabilizer. Um, these tests were conducted in Canada, it looks like. So. I would actually assume the American subways are even lower percents of chicken. Um, I mean, the chicken never tasted right to me at Subway anyway. So Nothing not tastes like right at Subway. Yeah, you're not. You really just <laughs> should. That's, that's because they had Judd Bogle's dick in it. Oh, okay, yeah. now. All right. Now we're done with the podcast. You lost your <laughs> Yay, we'll see you.